Welcome to America's Finest Podcast. All right, welcome back to America's Finest Podcast. We now uh, finally got uh, two awesome guests here. We got uh, AP to my left, a.k.a. Alex Pavich, a.k.a. Vodkawater Lime Goat of PB. <laughs> <laughs> the Vodkawater Lime Don. Good oh. afternoon. Good evening, Kev. The absolute AKA Don. the Dirk. Dirk. <laughs> the absolute Dirk. And then we got uh, to my right, the infamous Matt McHugh, a.k.a. the real winner of Mr. CCHS uh, 2010. Yeah, it was kind of like the real uh, eighth runner-up. <laughs> well, yeah, for those that are listening to what the hell I'm talking about, like Matt legitimately won our talent competition, and uh, I'm not going to reveal my source, but I have it on pretty good authority that took it away from me because he said Helen Bastard, so that was kind of bullshit. Turns out Helen Bastard are not, they're not in the go zone at Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> the go zone. Yeah, I remember, uh, I, re- I, re- I remember feeling like, uh, I did a pretty good job just because people seemed to like genuinely enjoy what I was doing up on the stage. Yeah, dude, um, you, you were killing it. It wasn't like uh, I wasn't like singing and dancing. None of those guys could sing or dance worth the shit. No, yeah. dude, it was all like hokey stuff. And like I remember, I still remember the stand-up routine. It was like, oh, like you know, someone's phone rings. Well, we got the honor system now. Like, <laughs> I heard Matt was told the only thing you need to know about hell is that you're going there if you ever say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I really took into uh, consideration that much what like if anybody was going to be offended by it. No, you got to be funny. You know what I mean? You gotta, like you're not worried about this, especially not at 16 or whatever you were. Like you know what I mean? You got to just get up there and just rattle. Yeah, I mean, I watched that back and it it makes me cringe now. But at the time, it, for the audience, I feel like it was uh, you know appropriate funny. Yeah. No, it, it was very relevant. Like all of us were like, "Oh, we want to be on our phones and dick around." And we won't say his name, but what, who, what was the winning act? Was it the the? Oh, I can't remember, dude. Who didn't somebody like? I remember. Uh, was it? Sing like rap, like it was like a rap song, but as like a white, like the most unoriginal. No, <laughs> no. Remember that? Yeah, dude. Oh wait, like he was. I know doing, who did it. He was yeah. doing like 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 new iterations of. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like the, it was like the stereotypical like white guy. Saying in like uh, very like using like very advanced diction, like yes, how yes, you know yes, how yes, you it would, was like a T Pain song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like yeah. breaking down lyrics is like, like something that's been done like a hundred thousand times. <laughs> and which, by the way, probably didn't age like the best yeah. <laughs> in like a Catholic school in the suburbs, <laughs> right? Where it's like okay, like to be yeah. Uh, yeah, making that kind of joke. He didn't even win. I would say the main weakness to that act was like. It's only good. It was funny for like forty seconds, and then it went on for like another four minutes, and it's just like, all right, yeah, like do yeah, it didn't get didn't get any funny. No, the guy, the guy who won, did a he just sang a Mulan song. <laughs> the guy that, who that won guy. did the rosary live for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my take on the rosary. Yeah. That's what the rosary means to me. I I like to do ten hour fathers to start off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I, you know, when I used to go to confession, they'd tell me to do 10. I always did 11 just to <laughs> just be sure. Really hammered home. <laughs> just to give me a little breathing room in case I ever got in trouble. With <laughs> you got, it's like you got a little cushion on the back end just in case. Right. Dude, I, no, if anyone, I thought uh, the uh, I thought the rendition of the uh, Chris Farley living in a van down by the river. If any act should have won, yeah. it should have been that one. 
Yeah. That was funny. We did, that actually reminds me, when I was, quick sidebar, in like sixth grade, also at a Catholic middle school at yeah. this point, uh, me and like six of my friends did the super fans bit from Saturday Night Live. Oh, like uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, you know, good. everybody in their, like bears, bulls. Yeah. You know, obviously, I, I know for those listening, Kevin is obviously from Chicago. We're from Chicago. Matt and I are from Chicago as well. And... Uh, yeah, we did. We did like a bit, and I remember nobody in the school thought it was funny at all, and all the parents were dying. <laughs> <laughs> Randy got a kick out of it. It didn't land for any of the students because they had no idea what we were yeah. talking about. But our parents thought it was funny in our bears gear and fake mustaches. Yeah, that's wish, a stick. Yeah, I wish we could get uh, Greg's reaction to that story. Hard Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Why yeah. as a Bears fan or no? Just in general. I know. Yeah. For, oh, for those listening, yeah. So, so Greg is uh, he's tied up with uh, work and school and shit. So we're gonna try to bring him on. I'm bring him back next week. But uh, yeah, that was a little joke that the audience wasn't in on until just now. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's Matt's drawn a new audience. Let's for bring us. in the audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Well, the pivot for a second, man. We gotta talk about what we're doing this weekend. So we obviously we got Matt here, so we can go out and fuck around and do shit. And one of the things is uh, cross. Are you are you going across? Or what are you thinking? Uh, if someone throws a ticket my way, but I'm not trying to spend 250 for one yeah. of those. TBD. It's my girlfriend crazy. might have you on the hookup on Sunday, depending how drunk we get on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, That's really the variable is how much, yeah. how much life do we have in us mm-hmm. after what will end up likely being a couple of days in a row at least of boozing pretty hard with McHugh in town and right it's like, always yeah it's something you have like a buddy and then also like a festival too like we I mean you and I are like very yeah. bad like, yeah so for I've talked a little <laughs> bit on the pod but like you and I are extremely bad checks on one another like, no. I was like yeah go ahead alright we'll just do one yeah. more shot like who gives a fuck and then you know what do you, what do you guys look forward to about Crossed Kev's talked about this like at length so on the pod I think I want to hear you what do you but, think yeah I don't know I mean so Greg mentioned this a couple of pods ago, I know, and like I would echo a lot of what he said. It's it's kind of like it's like it, to really be a fan of electronic music is to like go and see it live because, and I know you know it, even that sounds like bullshit because they're just more or less like playing their same music they can right. hear in the car or something. But it's it's the experience beyond like the music itself. Yeah, it's the it's the experience. It's like an audience with like tens of thousands of people all like listening to the same thing. Um, you know, introduce like, like a little bit of booze into that equation for you. What's that? Oh yeah. It dude, gets it's very excited. It's super yeah. like, <laughs> it's just super like, it's a very, just like communal, like happy, like it's, yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's nothing better. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's really fun. And then, I, you know, I feel like it, had I never been to a live show, I wouldn't just be listening to like, you know, Greg that, mentioned like, Oh, yeah. this stuff in your car, you know, I, I can listen to it at a show, but I don't want to listen to it in the car or whatever. My yeah. girlfriend says that all the time. Like, but until you've been at a show and you know what it's like, it kind of takes you back there. It does. It, it, it's, it's like a, attached to your memory kind yeah. of. Like when you hear it, like, oh, yeah. like that's, I remember you, like this was going on. You can yeah, imagine right. what it would be like, you know, at a show. Like you could imagine what it would be like if you did. <laughs> to, to quote the great Chris Farley not you but a guy Billy I know. Madison yeah. and by the way I've never been to one of these shows but a guy I know <laughs> but I, uh, I've yeah. never been and I've, I've never really been interested I think he'd really like it I think Greg, 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 Greg is on paper is not the biggest yeah, EDM well, fan I mean, he loved you it you probably heard it in, like, well, I think one of our episodes Like dude, he was like yeah I mean whatever I'll go check it out and like he went he was like that was fucking awesome mm-hmm. I, I have listened to the podcast yeah oh you have oh word okay. he, was getting, he was getting up on the uh, in the plane Oh, yeah. dude, nice. Somebody blew up our uh, anchor listens. I'm like, oh, nice. Somebody Matt just... had a nice little uh, 
the old six-hour flight from the East Coast. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wrote a few notes for you. I'll give them to you after the episode. Dude, please do. He's in from sunny, <laughs> sunny upstate New York. <laughs> we were uh, we were thinking about making a podcast at one time. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we should dude, get into when that. You guys were living in L.A. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so Matt, a little background just in general. Matt and I, well, the three of us went to high school together. And then Matt and I stayed in touch. Matt would visit University of Illinois, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit, just yeah. in general college debauchery stories. <laughs> but um, Matt and I were living together in Santa Monica, uh, you know, just along the coast outside of Los Angeles for uh, like a year and a half, starting just before COVID and then for about a year and a half thereafter. And we always knocked around the idea of having a podcast. Yeah. So I, it's good on you, Kev, for actually firing one up. But we would... Um, in COVID just be shooting the shit and just drinking tons of brown and just going somebody needs to hear this I don't I don't really know that it needed to be heard in any capacity occasionally McHugh would record me on his phone when I was just wrapped up <laughs> and I, I wouldn't even let him play it back the next day because I was so embarrassed by my own actions well, I didn't I that. Yeah. but uh, so I'm not sure I would have had the stones to release any of that but uh that, you're talking about like when you uh, when you were drunk, yeah, like yes. when, you, when you were just like out of commission. I found that like personally very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got blackmail over his head, <laughs> but I understand why. It gave me tremendous leverage. <laughs> but that wasn't like what we were talking about. Like yeah, I just yeah, yeah, I yeah. just felt that like the stuff that we just got around to having conversations about was like yeah, this is a stimulating conversation. There was a sweet spot where it's like okay. There's sober conversation, which is, you know, everyday conversation. Then there's, like, a couple drinks in. Starts getting a little more interesting. Walls are coming down. And then there's the end of the night where neither of us are making any sense. And that probably doesn't deserve to make the final cut either. <laughs> Just stay, stay in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, you know, maybe Tim McHugh it does. <laughs> um, to my credit, even in, even in that, like, nearly blacked out state, I had the presence of mind to pull my phone out. And yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So even at your worst moment, you're like, I gotta get all the blackmail I can. Yeah, I, I just it was like, and it's something I realized. You know, I live in Albany now, and you know, apologize up front to anybody listening who's from Albany, but all of our Albany listeners, yeah, yeah we actually do really well in Albany, so be I, careful. I know, I know, I'm gonna be you know alienating a lot of the uh, you know flagship uh, listener base, but. Uh, Albany is not a fun place to live. <laughs> I would not yeah. recommend, uh, you know, relocating from Santa Monica or San Diego to Albany. Well, it was interesting. You'd mentioned yesterday when we were in the car together, and I was picking you up how different it is in the culture shock. Yeah. You should yeah. There's a elaborate re- on that because well, yeah. we all kind of saw that coming. I think to a certain degree. Oh, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> Didn't want to tell you about it. No, no, but, and I think you did too. But it, it doesn't do any good in the moment to just be like, "Wow, this is gonna be awful," or "This is gonna be so different." Yeah, because it doesn't like, like suit you, but. Because you think about Albany, you're like, all right, well, it's kind of close to New York. There's probably something going around the upstate, right? But is it, is it like there's no, like... Pretty well islanded. Or, yeah. Like, what, what, so what's going on out there? I mean, you're, the the draw, I guess, is like you're a train right away from, you know, places like New York City or uh, Boston or mm-hmm. Philadelphia. But I was talking to Pavish about this. I just, I don't have the bone in my body to be like, man, I want to see what's going on in Boston by myself. Yeah. I like to. I get that. I like to just do what you guys are doing. I like, and I just just now I'm noticing a trend. It's like, you know, you guys are at U of I, which was one of the best experiences of my life, 
bar none, <laughs> going yeah. to visit you guys at U of I. I chose to go to Iowa State, which is like really in no uh, measurable capacity is comparable to the experience that you get going to U of I. Still a fun big school. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Big 12. Um, yeah. yeah, Illinois at the time. Yeah, you can go watch the uh, the Cyhawk Championship. <laughs> you can watch the Cyclones take on the, the Hawkeyes. Clones. The, the clones. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the meme that, well, this is, I guess. We're trying, to, we're trying to say that inside jokes, but here I go with one, but the... Uh, Oh shit! You're gonna make me clone, which is the Riley Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It will, maybe that deserves a post on the uh, America's Finest Instagram. I'm definitely putting that on the gram. What the DK meme of like <laughs> for going nuts? But that proves my point. The most like interesting or entertaining aspects about Iowa State are like the things that you guys say to rag on it. Yeah, yeah, that's that, true. That yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. But yeah. So what were so when okay, on that topic when you came to Illinois like what were what were some of the I mean you can be you know use some discretion what stories you want to tell but like you know what were some of the crazy stories you remember from well, I guess from before, an outsider before we even start there let's do like why what was different about Illinois that made you want to visit as often as you used to that you felt like you weren't getting at Iowa State because obviously you had a friend group and stuff and. You knew a lot of people at Illinois by virtue of us I, growing up I there. had a friend group, and um, I I really liked the friends that I made. It's not like it was out of, uh, you know, pure convenience, although it was very convenient. You know, I met those guys because they lived down the hall from me in the, in the dorm, and we just kind of stuck together through the rest of it. But the things that they liked to do were, like, get together and, like, play with one of the guy's cats. <clears throat> Where we would sit around and... What? Uh, <laughs> see, that, see, this might surprise you, but that wasn't that big at Illinois. <laughs> That's like... I feel like I answered the question already. It's like, no one was over there playing with cats. It was like, yeah. do you... Oh, they, they were chasing after cats. Yeah. It's like the pitch for Illinois was like, do you like alcohol? They were playing with cats. <laughs> <laughs> do you like drinking alcohol at all? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, this oh, we is a great school for you. <laughs> yeah. <You're> welcome. <laughs> we have a town for you. I got a good, quick McHugh story. I remember one of the times, it must have been one of the first couple times you visited, although it was already when I was leaving in the senior house. Um, and Matt knew a lot of these guys at this point as our senior year. We had like maybe 20 guys living in this house, um, just slightly off campus, surrounded by a bunch of other fraternities and sororities that had similar setups with you know their senior class all living together. Yeah. And McHugh, you must have gotten delayed a little bit or gotten in like a little bit later than you were anticipating. It's a pretty good drive from Ames, right? Like six hours. Six hours. Six hour drive. drive. So he's a a motivated individual. That's a move. (laughs) So, and we were like maybe going on an exchange or we had some kind of party or something. We were already like cooked. Mm -hmm. You know, it was probably like seven o'clock or eight o'clock or something on like a Friday. It was like 10 p.m. Was it that late? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I I rolled up. We were probably like ready to leave, maybe with bars or something. I rolled up at 10 p.m. and not to hijack your story. I rolled up at 10 p.m. I pulled up in the back of your house, and all of a sudden, my car just gets bum rushed by uh, not even you or uh, the guy I was going to visit. It was people from your house and some of the chicks that were over there for the pregame. They just started piling into my car because they think I'm the taxi. (laughs) They think I'm the taxi there to take everybody to the bars. Oh, man. All four doors open and the trunk. They start climbing in the trunk of my car. Like, all right, we're ready ready to go. Thanks thanks for driving us, man. And I'm just like, yo, hey, don't I know you? It's McHugh. And I'm just like, yeah. I I got my luggage in the back. Oh, thanks for the ride. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Jesus, dude. But anyway, so fast forward, then I see you on the front porch. I'm sitting on the front porch. We're already, like, hammered. We're drinking Jack from the bottle. <laughs> just chasing with, like, a two-liter of Coke. And I, Sounds we just were right. like, Q, you got to catch up. And Q just <clears throat> proceeds to rip off, like, God only knows how many swigs <laughs> in, like, the nine, like, ten minutes. You guys made that into, like, a serious business. It was just, like... Yeah. It was, like, your full-time job. It was a regimen. We're very proud of our drinking tradition. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we, five, fives would go hard. You guys well, went hard. During our, well, you're asking, we do, during our senior year, I guess our taste of glory was that we were rated the number one party school in the United States, which was a fact That's that right. yeah. I was extremely proud of at the time. How do they count? You know, you feel like you contributed to something. You know? <laughs> I think you actually built some kind of ground yeah, up. Yeah, we actually did something. <laughs> like, well, we, I feel like my was. contribution was just going back to uh, Ames, Iowa and being like, man, you guys don't even know. <laughs> yeah. He was like really, really spreading the word. He was like the yeah. apostle that went to like the wider community and was like, hey, Oh, you guys are having fun right now? This is entertaining? Yeah. Well. Hey, you guys like playing with cats? <laughs> you got to go to Illinois. Dude. There's none of that. There's no cats just allowed. Yeah. yeah. There's playing with cats all right, but not the cats that you think. Yeah. At Illinois. You You'll don't... rethink everything you've ever known about playing with cats. <laughs> yeah. At Illinois, you guys like play with foreign exchange students. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, true in the same manner. Yeah. So yeah. we, yeah, it was. I mean, it was always right, amazing. Right, you guys called them GDIs. Jeans. Yeah, <laughs> gold jeans. Jeans. Yeah. Um, no, those were good times. Uh, and then, yeah. So, yeah, obviously, um, to fast forward a little history on McHugh and I. So when we graduated, we, you know, him and I kind of lost touch. Knew each other obviously through high school. Um, I guess through Facebook or some kind of social media or something or friends or, you know, what have you, I realized that Matt had moved out to Los Angeles when I moved out in January of 2011 or not 2001, 2019. And, uh, I, the first person I thought to call was Matt because he was like probably the only person I knew that was living in LA Yeah, and the rest is kind of history. And then Kevin too. I guess yeah. to well, I remember, bring I remember people into this. Randall, I know I was living in LA. in LA. How did I know? Yeah, um, I stalked your Instagram. So I was stalking your Instagram. No, uh, <laughs> I no, don't have an Instagram. I know, neither do I. <laughs> so I know, um, I know you're lying. No, it was no, it was through like uh, I think it was Facebook. Your your uh, I was obsessed with Los Angeles because I always wanted to move to California. Every, yeah. Kevin and I used to talk about this all the time in high school. We oh, both wanted to move to California. In Mrs. Mueller's class, we were just like irate about her berating well, us about some she, bullshit. She's the worst. But yeah. he was also obsessed with me. That's half. Of, that's half of my real quick aside on Mrs. Mueller. <laughs> that's like half of my motivation to succeed in life is in spite of Mrs. Mueller because <laughs> she hated me. Yeah, did she hated me? And she went to Illinois, right? So she used to always grind my gears in in front of everyone in class. Remember one time I was late on a paper, and she goes, "You think this kind of behavior is going to fly at a university like Illinois? Like, like if, yeah, if you happen to even get in there?" And I was just like. Bitch, <laughs> and so Mrs. Mueller, if you're listening, I made um, it. We just lost another you. listener. <laughs> I haven't made it, but still, <laughs> I went to Illinois <laughs> and I graduated. Um, you should show some consideration for the listeners who liked Mrs. Mueller. That's true. Yeah. Again, a lot of Albany, a lot of Mueller. It was about three people in our graduating class. <laughs> we're just we're starting to get enough viewers where we're running some numbers and we're looking at the analytics and mm. the fans are going to hate me for this but not an Albany guy not a Mrs. Mueller guy <laughs> um, but anyway so it was I think it was your Facebook profile picture was McHugh sort of douchely in a, in a cut off 
uh, sleeveless t-shirt showing off the progress he thought he'd made at the gym <laughs> uh, overlooking the city of Los Angeles from the, be- the from the beautiful Griffith Observatory. Oh, yeah. My current profile picture? Yeah, which is, I believe you're still, you're still your profile picture. But so I'd known, and I think through mutual friends that you were in LA. So um, in here, I guess going off of that, one last funny story before we, I'm sure, jump into something else. But McHugh, I got to give you credit where credit's due on restaurant choices because he was working in for the railroad in Long Beach. Oh, and I remember UP, right? yeah. I called him and I was like, hey, um, I just moved to LA. You know, I know you're out here. We should meet up for a beer. And he's like, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I get off tomorrow in Long Beach around four. Let's meet up for a beer at like five. I know this great place in Long Beach. Yeah. Like, you know, Cal, I was like, oh yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, just like, you know, generals of California style, like cuisines, like chill. I go, okay, nice sure. Local spot. So I get, he sends me the address. I get there. It's the yard house in Long Beach. <laughs> Dude, no way. So for the next, like, I don't know, whenever we were roommates and not so much still to this day, but I'll, every time I'd see a yard house in my travels, because I travel in sales, I travel for work, I'd be like, hey, I'm in Denver. Just sniffed out the quaintest <laughs> little Denver dive you've ever seen. Followed by a picture of the Denver Yard House. <laughs> oh and uh, yeah, the rest is history. And then Kevin, real quick, uh, I met uh, Kevin. I didn't even know was living in California because you and I kind of lost touch. We were yeah. re- really close. We played on the same golf team in, co- in uh, high school. Went to college together, but we were in different fraternities. You know, life happens. You sort of lose touch. I was posting like a douche on um, oh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, because I was like, I'm in California. Fuck all you guys back in Chicago. <laughs> I'm going to show everyone in January, now that I live here, that it's still 70 degrees and sunny at the beach. And Kevin just responds randomly now that he's seen me posting for about two weeks. <laughs> the same picture of Laguna Beach or wherever I was posting. I was like, well, I, I, I saw it. I'm like, hold on. Like, are you? This is this looks like Pacific Beach. And he's like, no, I'm in Huntington. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, like, oh damn. All right. So like, you're you know, damn, you're an hour and 15 minutes north of me or whatever, right? Yeah. So he's like, I live down here, and I drove down, and the rest is history. But yeah, and then, then we sucked him down to San Diego. You know, all world. the nonsense. Yep. Yeah. 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 What do you? Well, so let me ask you guys. Like, I mean, you guys have been out down here. Like, what do you? What do you like about San Diego versus LA? Like, you know, what I mean, we can incorporate the SD or LA yeah. stories too, but like, what, what are the differences in, from your guys' perspective? Because you guys have had some time in LA. You've been out down here. Right? That's true. What I feel do, like we, we are both, you and Greg have talked about this, and I do feel like Matt and I are uniquely qualified having lived in both. Well, Matt, no, I'm uniquely qualified, I guess, but now you're visiting San Diego, so you can certainly speak to this. But you go first, Matt. What was the question? It was. <laughs> it was. Bourbon's really good, by the way, Kev. <laughs> yeah, what are we drinking? Kev? Yeah, no. I was about to say I'm about to get some more brown for the uh, for the pod, but a little brown, a little brown, a little brown. Um, but yeah, but like, what's it? All right, so you've lived in LA. You've been out down here, right? Like, what are the, what are the differences in like going out here versus LA? Um, what do you like about here? What do you not like about here? We like about LA versus San Diego, whatever, right? Like, what what do you think? General pros and cons. Yeah. I, I can't Pro give, kind of analysis. I can't give you a great uh, breakdown of the differences between L.A. and San Diego. I'm, I'm aware of some, but uh, it's all it's all just like it's like you know coming out. I was telling I was telling this to uh, you guys in the car. If you ever if you ever feel like California has lost its luster for you, go and live in Albany for 15 months and then come back. And uh, it, it's like. I don't even know how to describe it. It, it. It's just everything is so titillating out here. Um, you look out the window, 
and there's all these beautiful vistas, beautiful women, and the weather is just perfect all year long. And, uh, you know, I like going out, not as much as you guys, um, but, you know, the, the value of going out for me is, like, who I'm with. So, like, you know, I, I believe that even if you guys weren't in, living in San Diego, I would, I would still be here because that's one of the things I learned about living in Albany, just kind of cut off from friends and family is there's just, uh, there's not a lot to really be enthused about. Yeah. Um, and that might change as more time goes on, but you know, I just, I don't really have any history out there. And, um, you know, when I think about the good times that I've had out in Los Angeles and less so San Diego, um, it's just like, it's less place, good times. It's a place that people yeah, like, this to, is a San Diego podcast. It's a place that people <laughs> like to be. Yeah. There's just, you know, everybody's having a great time all the time. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I agree with that. <clears throat> I think for me, I like, I'll, I'll say I like both cities a ton. Yeah. I've always been like, I don't even think I could truly pick one. Um, and I think it depends on where you live within both of those cities. Uh, That's so true. You know, yeah. I, one, you know, if you're, it, every neighborhood is so different in Los Angeles and to a similar extent in San Diego. But in like the simplest way I can say is like the, the, in the, the one word answer is the ocean. It's the same. <laughs> That's true. Well, wait. What are you talking about? That's like the draw. Oh, California, sure. Yeah. I'm comparing... You know, there's an ocean in LA and in San Diego. There might be... Same one. But like... You're talking... You, you're still talking about Albany v. Cali. Yeah, I thought this yeah. was Albany's finest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. No, no. I see... I, I know what you're saying. The... But... Back at the, you think the ocean down here is the same as the ocean experience you get in LA? Well, no, I was more just saying back at the the question at hand. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this, uh, to use a train term, I'm trying to keep this podcast from going off the rails. Okay, now I, now I understand. As a, as a train guy, Dude, like, you, like you this, is, this yeah. is the toughest thing for Greg and I is like figuring out like how do we not like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. completely off of yeah, like yeah. a side tangent. No, no, we're 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 yeah. Well, now that you put it in terms that I understand, I, I know what to say. No, so. Real quick, on the topic of LA versus San Diego, I think Los Angeles. What I like about LA is it's got so much going on. Such a big city, yeah, second largest city in the country. There's so much going on. You, you can. It's cliche to say, but there's almost a buzz about LA. There's just yeah, there there's just like so much opportunity and so much going on that you can like feel it when you're driving around. And it, there's so much iconic stuff about yeah, Los Angeles. Like, some walk of fame and all that yeah, stuff. That yeah, that you don't, not even like the touristy stuff, but just, yeah, you see the Hollywood sign or like, yeah. you know, you catch a gl- glimpse of downtown or something. You just kind of get that feeling like, whoa, you know, I'm in like a substantial, the, the important one, city. The one thing about LA I noticed too, man, which is cool, like everything permeates around the media and entertainment industry, you know, like even people that are like not even attached to it, where it's right. like, oh, this person's doing this or that, you know, even like the parties that we've been to, like, oh, this person's like, you know, trying to be a director, or producer, like yeah. XYZ project. Like it's just it's so different, you know, than like anywhere else you might go. Yeah, it's 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 got a very unique like industry to it that you won't find anywhere else, at least not in the United States and probably not anywhere else in the world. But uh we got a good friend who's who's plan plan A when moving to Los Angeles was basically to uh impregnate Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, that's uh, true. You're talking about me. That's true. That was Kevin. We, we can we can say it was Kevin. No, no, not Kevin. That was just uh, that was just briefly re- referred to as Plan A for the first like five years after we moved out. 
Taylor Swift referred to it as Plan B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Taylor Swift heard about that plan. And, um, but yeah, you know, I would say, uh, so that was alluring. Living in Santa Monica was incredible. Um, it, super walkable. Again, like iconic city. Yeah. S- like so much history. It's just an amazing place to live. Um, but with you, that, sorry, with that comes a lot of like, just the quintessential like LA you know the stereotypes are true yeah uh, a lot of people are cold um, it's such a big city that you don't feel like anybody has time for you sure yeah. um, nobody says hi to one another when you pass each other it's the little things you know like yeah. when you pass each other in the street I think San Diego is is uh, has a lot of what LA has to offer in terms of the beaches and the views and the people um, you know, like all of the the geographical reasons why Southern California is attractive, but it also has that smaller town um, chip chip on its shoulder a little bit. Everybody yeah. hates LA down here, right? You know, like, oh, dude, it, like, like when the Dodgers come to town, it is like you do you wear a Dodger jersey. It's person persona yeah. non grata. You got to watch it. Out. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I, mad, I like yeah. I like that about San Diego. Like a little bit of an underdog vibe, and yeah, there's right. a good reason for that feeling because. Although it lacks what LA does in size, it there there's so much benefit to living here in terms of just the people and the you know the the conversation. It's 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 still I think what I used to hear from people in LA when I told them that I was moving to San Diego, like the older guard that had lived in Santa Monica for years, yeah. they'd say that San Diego is like how Santa Monica was thirty years ago. Really. In that, that is really it was like a sleepy. And one day, I'm sure San Diego will, will yeah, fall. Dude, I, it's, it's already like yeah. But but right. you know, it, it still had that community, and you kind of know your neighbor, and it's it has that beach town laid back. You can raise a family here. Yeah, it it doesn't feel so. Uh, I don't know if gentrified or whatever is the word, but you know what I mean, like that. Yeah. Like feeling. so, yeah, yeah. Like so, like almost like over, like taken over. Like yeah. how, like you know, people said about the Bay Area, like it's yes. just so engrossed by like, tech bros. L.A. Everyone, their mother has moved there for the last fifty years. But yeah, to your point, San Diego is kind of going that way too. I mean, it's it's this is a great town, but it is already getting inundated with like people moving here, dude. Especially from oh, that's the next topic, dude. Is COVID? When oh. you guys, you know, your quarantine shit. But yeah, dude, everyone yeah, and their mother is moving here. You had kind of a modified. Uh, experience of santa monica when you moved there because yeah we were living there for yeah i did two months and mm-hmm. then everything True. shut down yeah i moved yeah, to santa monica at a wild really yeah. bad time <laughs> i remember you were pretty bummed about that extremely Whereas yeah it's funny I, looking back on that we hadn't really talked about that i yeah i was really bummed i used to i told matt i mean god this like didn't age well considering how long quarantine lasted but i remember it was like week two and i was like dude i don't know how much longer i can take this yeah well dude i'm like because you're dude i remember your whole thing was like i want to go to la i want to live in la yeah. and you finally you fucking got there yeah man. it was it like, was like the, the realization of a dream in like the realest way and it was yeah. like i couldn't do anything i couldn't experience any of the benefit no at least i thought I, you know you you work around covid and you find ways to like but still get outside and enjoy outside do the stuff you can do you still made it work i mean you guys are yeah. like party well not to out you all but i mean like you saw you guys still had fun there was some COVID. COVID. there were some covid bangers that was tall garcetti that was, the, yeah. that was some of the best times that i had while i was living in la yeah, yeah we made the most of it for sure in no in no short part because you know i was living with you at, which was just a really fun time for me all the time it yeah. was fun we um, got in a we were going to talk about this on the pod too could be a good segue sort of matt and i's quarantine oh yeah, yeah let's, let's hear it yeah and not to get into that i just want to add like his his attitude was like what you said like yeah you're, you're, oh it's devastating you're pretty bummed very Whereas i was yeah. just like man it's great not to see like 
1,500 people that I just hate looking like, without even talking to them. <laughs> well, but you had been there for a while. Yeah. That was, I see. Right. Like, that, you totally understand. That was like my draw. was like, dude, yeah, I want to go out. I want to meet people. Like, yeah, this, town to is, this town is yeah. buzzing. Like, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I had been there for a while, and it, it wasn't until that point that I felt that I could actually enjoy like uh, just like the natural beauty of the place that we were living in. True. Like, yeah, there were some... You could walk down to the beach... And there would be nobody there to just watch the yeah. ocean. Yeah, there were some sneaky benefits along the way. But yeah, so, you know, um, I guess, like Kevin said, not to out us, but we were pretty out on at least following <laughs> protocol dude. fairly fairly early. I told you not to out us. Yeah, dude, sorry for everyone listening. We uh, um, No, we definitely, you know, had like some get-togethers and stuff. And, uh, you know, although we couldn't go to the bars, we, it, it was sort of that determination of like, all right, I'm not going to let this go to waste. And so I think a lot of our routine coincided sneakily with the fact that you and I were binging Mad Men at the time. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude. So just we had Mad Men was on Netflix and Matt and I were just cruising through Mad Men. Yeah. And you, you didn't, did you watch Mad Men? I've only seen bits and pieces. Yeah. So for, I mean, it's anyway, good. like yeah. not familiar, basically, you know, 1960s, like guys working on Madison Avenue, just chugging martinis, like three martini lunches. I hadn't even tasted bourbon. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah so, Speaking so, of Mad Men. Yeah. So, so, yeah, cheers, I guess, to that. Yeah, cheers, boys. Everyone will do a quick one. But uh, as we're drinking some brown. But um, I think Matt and I both fell victim to what I would call Don Draper syndrome, which is just... What's that? Yeah. Uh, just basically emulating Don Draper in, without, uh, yeah, some yeah, just <laughs> smoking like two packs of cigarettes on like a Friday night because you can't go out and just drinking ungodly amounts of brown liquor. <laughs> Matt, Matt and I bought up glasses, you know, like martini glasses, yeah, uh, maraschino cherries, the whole nine, and that was where the classiness stopped because then it was just him and I. We had this great little out, yeah, up till that point, there was just an. an, an unbelievable amount of class in everything that we were doing <laughs> it was only until the brown was introduced that you guys went off the rails yeah it's, we were on a great roll <laughs> and uh but yeah that became our entertainment was just uh we bull- drinking smoking cigarettes and and drinking brown and just bullshitting up on our, <laughs> on our balcony because we had nothing really to do you know like the whole world was shut down and that's yeah. going yeah. call back that was when we were talking about starting our podcast yeah. yeah, which never, which uh, I guess due to our own laziness, just never got off the ground. But, you you, yeah, got, you guys should just, make your own. I, you got you guys would do well, honestly. I mean, some like some kind of like a comedic podcast ordeal going on. You know, it'd be I, fun. It'd be all right, it'd yeah. be fun. I'm enjoying this. I think the reason it never took off was because we both just decided that uh, <laughs> you'd be canceled <laughs> immediately. Yeah, we don't we don't need to just uh, throw a bunch of our opinions into the void. Yeah, this was <laughs> the, the art. That that's fair. This yeah. podcast would have been a lot. That podcast would have been quite a bit more raw. <laughs> It, our podcast idea was was literally just to start recording our conversation <laughs> and act like nobody was listening. So at, who knows? Maybe that would have been captivating. Yeah, I guess for me personally, I'd rather listen to Bill Burr than yeah, Pavage. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. You know, what you could do though, and this is like a lot of I've noticed like podcasters have this model where they have like you know their normal like just free content you can listen to, do whatever. Then like the blacked out shit is like their paid premium 
Patreon, like 15 bucks yeah. a month type of stuff. So you could, if you wanted to, you could incorporate Once that. we know we have an audience. That's exactly. That likes our stuff. Yeah. We, then then we, it can go absolutely fucking ham. Then we, then we just want. unleash the, un, the uncut, that, unrated. That's right. It's like, it'd be like the days of uh, like late night Comedy Central. Yeah, exactly. Uncut and unrated. Yeah, we could charge extra for the recordings that I yeah. have of you when you're black. <laughs> yeah, McHugh's probably still has those, by the way, along with about a thousand recordings of UP. I do. Of Union Pacific. <laughs> I still maintain the archives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, but no, it was good t- good times um, for the most part. And then you know things started to cool down. We were started we were able to go out a little bit towards the end of when I was living up there. Um, McHugh and I were in uh, the heart of Santa Monica during the riots, which was definitely an interesting. Yeah, time that's what that's what I wanted to ask you about. So what what was that like, dude? It was crazy, man. So I I'll start out with my. But you were at work that day, weren't you? Yeah, I, w- yeah. I was worried for Pavage's safety. I was, and worried. by the way, yeah, for anyone listening, okay, yeah, yeah we're friends. I, I've only heard bits and pieces from you guys about like, what the hell went down. I mean, I've seen like, oh, like you know, I've heard, oh, what the army was here, like this and that happened, like oh, like Target. Lex has told me a lot. Are there crazy? But yeah, like I want to hear from because we've never really got into this like this, properly. This is Kevin so covering his ass for the racist shit that's about to exit. <laughs> yeah, <Pavage's> <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> Kevin doesn't exor- endorse any of this. Yeah, <laughs> from my um, listeners, I don't, I don't support these guests. No, no, you know, just from like an observing, yeah, we, we, we basically beat the shit out of him until he said we could be on his podcast <laughs> from from an observational standpoint it was, a, it was a crazy day so yeah me and my buddy were out drinking the night before and all the bars were still closed but him and i were just like drinking over at his place when i say i guess we were out drinking not really true but regardless like by that i mean we're i woke up super hungover it was a sunday and i remember the night before my buddy had been like hey there's all this like chatter on social media and twitter about people looting santa monica tomorrow and i was yeah. like dude no way like it's was it, not gonna we, happen was that the day that floyd died or was that uh, no no, no that this was after. this was this was at least a week or two oh, after august is the following week yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. it was a while after and so i i don't know i just naively i guess just didn't really think it would happen and uh i woke up um hung over laid in bed for a little bit went out and drove to kentucky fried chicken to get a bunch of fried chicken hung over as one does and as i'm going through the drive here i get a call from my other buddy who was living in Santa Monica at the time and just goes, dude, are you like watching TV? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no why? I'm fighting for my life. He's like, he's like, dude, you, he's like, dude, there's rioting like all in all on ocean. Like yeah. there's like, or not, uh, not, I don't even think it was rioting, just like heavy protesting at the time. And ocean's like, that's a nice street. Oh yeah. It's that's like the main really nice drag along, the, along yeah. the, the uh, Pacific ocean front, like fronting, you know, the ocean. So I was like, okay, you know, we were living like eight, nine blocks. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Kind of brush it off. Helicopters start flying over. Yeah. I head back home. I'm eating this. And all of a sudden, like, I, I, I'm on Twitter and I'm just searching hashtag Santa Monica on, like, repeat. <laughs> and I'm just seeing, like, progressively, like, more fucked up videos. Like, it's 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 that transition from, like, protesting rioting. Yeah. Where it was, like, you know, now there are videos of people smashing in the stores. Oh, all man. that thing. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is actually getting start yeah. kind of getting crazy. And then I see them moving on the third street. And I'm and, like... And by the way... This is like bars. This is a Target. This oh yeah, is everything. everything. So, but they're, yeah. so they're moving. Yeah. It east. must have delayed the opening of that Target down the street. By it like, did. By like <laughs> Actually, true. So it's moving progressively east, and I'm like, whoa, this is this is crazy. So now, you know, I'm watching for a little bit. Now at this point, there's there's got to be like seven, eight helicopters up in the air. Um, you can hear outside the sirens blaring. Ton, you can just hear pe- tons of people on the street, and I'm like, holy shit. And then I see this video that's going viral across the country of this guy who just gets ripped out of his car. He's driving down the street, like sees the protesters, and he just stopped. 
and they ripped this guy out of his car and start start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> this random guy, and then I look, I look, and it's like spotted on Seventh and Broadway, which is two blocks from where I was living at the time. Yeah, we lived at Ninth and Broadway. Yeah, and, yeah, and this is right yeah, and yeah. this is literally going nationally viral. And I was like, oh my god. So wow, long right. story short, everyone, I don't want to dwell too much on this. Everyone's seen the stories, but it was crazy. It was like for a long time. It, the rest of the day, you know, for probably 12 hours, it truly felt like lawlessness. And I stayed in my apartment, woke up the next morning. We were across the street from a Vons, um, which is our, you know, Los Angeles's uh, drugstore and grocery store. And in our front lawn, there's no less than 500 empty pill bottles with just <laughs> assorted drugs that have just Jeez. been looted through in our yard, yeah. you know, looking for painkillers or I don't know what have you. Oh, so that was crazy. I took, yeah. I took vi- you know, videos. I was walking around Santa Monica the next day. It was really wild. But it was, it was, it was cool to see, you know, after – you know, I think what can you universally agree upon is not a very good uh, thing that was happening. At least not on the at least on the rioting yeah. and breaking, you know, in the storefronts side of things. And then, you know, the community I thought really came together pretty cool and, and rebuilt Santa Monica pretty quickly because it was it was something north of eighty percent of the stores in downtown Santa Monica had been broken into. Eighty percent. It was almost every single one. Oh. Silver lining was we got a bunch of free shit. Silver, silver, silver. <laughs> Matt, what Matt's leaving out of the story is he was at quote unquote work. It was actually at the Nike store. Just going absolutely ham. Going absolutely That's ham. That's a brand new uh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, an interesting part about uh, the yeah, unique was, perspective of living in the middle of it while it was happening. But um, yeah, wild day. Wild day. Silver lining was I, I, I was able to capitalize on a day off work on that. That's true. Yeah, that you were too. And what, I'm noticing wait, you're as. What do you mean? He's yeah. wearing really nice Nikes right now too. And I'm <laughs> starting to ask some questions, the tough questions in my mind. No, he just stole my Jordans. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, Wait. I I I told myself when I started, uh, you know, looting that I wasn't going to commit any physical violence on uh, my roommate. But that that didn't last. <laughs> the, the domestic dispute was uh, was uh, was called then. Yeah. yeah, no, it was, it was uh, that aside. It was. Uh, it was a fun time living in Santa Monica. Good to be here down in San Diego. I also lived in Orange County for a little while. That was pretty cool. I feel like I've gotten the whole, yeah. the taste of uh, what so Southern Cal. Cal has to offer. Yeah. 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 It's, dude, like this, I know, this place is pretty wild, man. Like, I mean, from the perspective of like three guys who grew up in Chicagoland out here, you know, it's, this is very different, you know, very it's different, very different ordeal. I don't know. But our, our big objective now is somehow get Matt and Anna back, uh, back out in SoCal. Yeah. Uh, that's not happening anytime. <laughs> one day, a guy can. One read. day, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of reasons for me to uh, be out here. Um, I mean, it's just like, of all the like vacation destinations, I, I couldn't I couldn't pick a place that I would rather go. And that just like I was saying earlier, for me, it has less to do with the you know the uh, the yeah. unique benefits of Southern California. I mean, it might be a big reason, but the main reason is I just like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Dude, no, the, the it's, it's, not, it's true. At the end of the day, not to get all cushy and sentimental, but it's the people that you're, yeah, you're with. You're now, right. you know, in a vacuum, the crew in Albany versus the crew in SoCal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Southern Cal, <laughs> controversially. <laughs> He's going but, heavy, heavy SoCal. But it's, it's, yeah. it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's the people you're with. You know that that uh, 
Yeah, that, that make, make everything. Place. That especially as you get old, that's what you kind of realize, man. It's what the people you surround yourself with that you know make everything, like make the memories, right? Especially for I mean, you could be fucking around on your couch doing nothing. I mean, it just we found on quarantine, right? Yeah. Like you could just be doing absolutely nothing, but if you're having fun through people, it makes a whole difference. True. Not to say that it would have done any good, but you guys were, you guys were aware that I was, uh, you know, going to be miserable in Albany, and you just didn't tell me. Mm. Yes, yeah, so we actually had foresight knowledge of that, and we just figured, you know what? I'll Fuck say that. I didn't think you'd be miserable in Albany. I just think there are two. You're you're talking about two poles. Yeah. On the on the magnetic spectrum <laughs> of of like shit going on and nothing going on. Let's let's leave the Polish out of this. <laughs> yeah. You know. First of all, you got to bring the poles in. This. Thankfully, uh, you know. I think, uh, like I said, it's the people you're with. I know you've been enjoying your time out there. So. Um, with your girlfriend, you know, but, um, and there, you know, I'm sure, look, I'm sure there's benefits to, uh, cost wise and otherwise to getting out oh, of Southern California. That's, I mean, yeah. you know, let's face it. There are a lot of people leaving here, but for the time being, it's, it's a good spot. The benefit is I'm not housing Brown on a Sunday night. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Which we're doing right now. All right. Hey guys, on that note, um, let's take a quick break and then we'll, you know, get some more drinks and then come back here and talk. Yes, let's do it. All right. Cool. Good, Kev. Thank Sweet. you. For the camera spike. All right. I'd say we're back. How are we doing on ice? Is the big question, dude. dude we got it's a, a complicated. It's a complicated uh, question that I've, I've, <laughs> you know, I've, I've done great on ice in the last couple of months, and I've done not so good on ice. So I'm glad you brought that up, Kev. Yeah. Well, we're tra- actually Matt told me you're, he just, was, you're talking about frozen water, right? Correct. <laughs> for, every, for everyone listening with absolutely zero context. Um, well, dude, Matt told me his whole uh, objective of like him coming out here is to get you re-addicted on nicotine. Yeah, so for the people that are listening um, and can't see, we Matt has is holding in his right hand right now probably my, my one nemesis and, and is puffing from it as we speak, my <laughs> nemesis in this world, which is Flume Floats. Um, what are we doing on Flume? I... Yeah, so for me, I was to go back to Illinois. Sigs were the king. <laughs> you can't, you can't. Sigs, Sigs. For some reason, Illinois had a cigarette culture that was. was unlike. It was Sig heavy. Any yeah. other college? I remember I visited my buddy at Iowa. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, where do you smoke cig around here? Nowhere, right? Like <laughs> Illinois, these bars had huge beer gardens. Yeah, everyone's just gas and cigs for like, no people reason. People you would never <laughs> suspect, like yeah. lighting up a cig. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was. You got people left and right that are doing it to look cool, aren't even inhaling. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in college when I used to bum a cig. Yeah. Got to inhale or else it's a waste of a cig. Uh, but anyway, so I haven't, so I quit cigs a long time ago. And I started, when I moved out here, I started doing uh, the vape, as literally everyone does in Pacific Beach. And to anybody that's listening in San Diego, which oh, is probably most it's of the viewership. PB, it's PB, man, dude. Every, it, Not it, just any vape. Kev, I got real quick. I got I got to send you my PB man meme that you've seen that I oh, made myself. Yeah. Dude, we're gonna incorporate it in the shorts. Yeah, you should put that. Put it in the shorts or put it in your Instagram profile. It was basically actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make a separate post just yeah. for that. Yeah, if you don't it, mind. It was yeah. a moment of clarity that I had when I was living with Kevin in, in PB. <laughs> In the in the in the roughly thirty seconds in between puffs of the vape, yeah, hit a, moment, hit a it, moment of clarity. It was a moment of non nicotine induced clarity. Um, <laughs> Where I was like, I was like, wait, this is actually absurd. Like I'm, you know, yeah. everybody talks, even me. You heard me talking about LA earlier in this episode. I'm that guy. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I'm the guy. In all fairness, like, everyone living in PB is that guy. But, like, yeah. it's funny because, like, well, because I think your girlfriend is, like, she has a very astute observation where it's like, oh, like, oh, PB man, this, PB man, that. And she's, like, talks to Alex. She's like, you are this guy. I didn't like, realize. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it until I maybe started dating my girlfriend. But everything I thought I hated about PB, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. I, and now that I think about it, I don't even hate it. That's kind of what I love about PB at the same time. Yeah. Weirdly, it's almost like, like the inverse of what you think. You know yeah. What I mean? Where yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, oh, it's fucking PB trash. But like, when you're in it, you love it. Yeah. Well, so the, you know, the, the running joke is like, okay, PB, backwards hat, vape. Booze mm-hmm. and again, riding on a bird scooter. I know most people aren't don't have video who are listening, but I'm currently wearing a backwards hat while smoking my buddy's vape and drinking on his bulbous head. On my bulbous head, <laughs> actually, actually, I say shout out to all my my large headed uh, brethren because um, we should do a I, quick plug of the yeah of the website that you're, you use to buy the custom hats. Kev, here's oh, here's here's your next plug because I, so I have such a huge head. Fun fact, <laughs> and watch the video on YouTube for anyone. This would be a good plug for your YouTube channel. My head is so big that I go to lids, and they have nothing in stock that fits my head. Wait, it, wait, the entire store is nothing, dude. Nothing. And, and honestly, if, if there's a social justice cause that I'm willing to take up, this one-size-fits-all nonsense. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Total fabrication. Yeah. My head is so big. That they'll, so that they'll give me their large. They'll be like, oh, this will fit. You know, so this isn't one-size-fits-all. This is our large, extra-large, stretchy. Dude, it it doesn't fit. It's a yarmulke. <laughs> Yeah, when, when Pabbage was born, his mom's pussy was never the same again. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yank the content. <laughs> Snip. <laughs> this is for the editors. <laughs> um, but dude, yeah, like literally, uh, the shout out Big Hat Store out of somewhere in the middle of Michigan because it's the only website I've ever found that'll make a hat that's big enough for my head. Um, and for all of you that are Think about ordering from this website. I, I ordered the three X four X. So even backwards on, hat. That's even wild. on bigheads.com, you have to go up a few sizes. No, no. So <laughs> sounds like a bad website. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good that's a good question. The the smallest size you can get is two X three X. Okay. I mean, Matt, answer me this. Would it make much sense if you went on Big Hat Store and ordered a small? I don't know. <laughs> it's, I it's a, this, this is like I don't know. It's like like the, like the big and tall of like hats, essentially. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. The main way I get hats is people leave them places, and I just take them home. True. <laughs> That's how. It's probably that O'Brien's hat was probably Sarusha's. <laughs> hey Sarusha, for listening, we got your hat here. <laughs> your hats with Matt. Sad, um, sadly, I actually paid twenty five dollars for that hat. No, but so, but back to the original point. Yeah, I, dude, I'm everything. I am PV man. And it's real small. We're, and, and, we're and, all PB men. It's, and kind, of, it's Kevin, kind of like Robert Durden. And, and Kevin can post the, post the uh, <laughs> the meme I sent him. But I'm we in our friend group. We like make these memes on this website like on the fly because they're hilarious. And I'm I'm leaving a liquor store, and I'm looking at my passenger seat, and I'm just like, this is the most PB thing I've ever seen. It's it's a case of white claws. Yeah. It's three vapes because I've got to make sure I don't run out in case one or two of them is perhaps defective. Well, it's the problem is everyone's like asking you for a puff. You know, that's the other thing. When you're out and people, everyone and their mother is asking you to like smoke that fucking. Very true, and I'm I'm one of them. He's yeah, for sure, and uh, (laughs) you bastard, and um, 
the other thing is uh, there was liquid IV. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. liquid I IV, the picture. Yeah, yeah. booze, and three puff bars. And I sent it to Kev. I go, wow. uh, what was it? what was the context? It was uh, it was PB. Uh, uh, I'm hard trash and PB starter. Yeah, pack. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm hard being hard trash and PB starter pack. Yeah, it's perfectly. And, and you know that's probably why I love this town so much. And the question I'm is, about it. if that's the starter pack, what's so the sympathetic to hard trash? Oh, dude. Well, I mean the the the. If that's the starter pack, then the the full pack is Kevin and I. What we always refer to as our absolute worst nightmare, which is the, the guy, pack. the guy, the, the guy that you see at Mavericks or Shore Club that's like forty five and yeah. it's me and ten is still trying to like bang like a twenty something, um, and is like pretending that they like electronic. Yeah. Oh, like, like, like faking like that. Oh, I love Fisher. Like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to this for a long time. <laughs> Just hoping that they can blend in with people yeah. that are two decades. Can pull enough attraction triggers off some twenty-one-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to judge. Like, I mean, man, like this could be me in ten years. I don't know, but I, I just prefer. Yeah, like I, I don't think you want to be in this town too long. You know what Dude, I mean? this town when you're in too long, it's 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 kind of like Vegas. We should get into that. Oh yeah, oh the Vegas trips, dude. Because oh, Kevin and I have had some times in Vegas. Um, Matt too, but unfortunately, Matt and I never had any times together in Vegas. But uh, too big of a puss. Too big of a puss. But the thing about Vegas is, I always say it. I cannot wait to get there, and for the love of God, I can't wait wait to get the fuck Leave, out. Yeah. As a matter of fact, to to such an end that the last time I was there with Kevin. I left like two days earlier than I was supposed to leave because I just couldn't do it anymore. Oh, dude, we, we were okay. That trip, dude, we were all like fucked up for like weeks after that. Like, we, 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 by the way, we were like, you know, like okay, there's trips where we go, like, we'd like you get like crazy, like Hakkasan or whatever. This trip, I don't know what it was, man. It was like the waxing we took and betting. It like really, it, it <laughs> oh. stayed with us. First, like, this is some like bad karma. I don't know what it was. Dude, it was fucked wax. up. It's the it's the dopamine of just yeah. endless That's lights and gambling and. Um, booze and staying up till five in the morning, waking up at seven. Yep. It's uh, it catches up to you really fast. And I guess to that end, not that there's a natural side way, but McHugh, why don't you tell everybody about the McHugh special? I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> the McHugh special has been dead for a little while, which is... Uh, Gone but not forgotten. Yeah, it's, ladies it, and gentlemen. it's still with us. Yeah. It's good for in me. Spirit. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's, for some reason I got to the point where... Um, the Vegas trip just wasn't, uh, just didn't do it for me unless I opened it with throwing five hundred dollars on red at the roulette table. <laughs> Only on red, not black. Yeah. Always red. Yeah, always red. Why red? Why red of all things? Um, I don't know. Just uh, you know, it's fifty-fifty, and uh, for me personally, it just usually amounted to taking five hundred dollars and throwing it in the trash. <laughs> so there's a video going around. That would be great to recover too. Our buddy has it on his phone. Oh, of McHugh yes. losing what I believe was his third consecutive McHugh spot. <laughs> By the way, for all you at home that think this was like a one and done, like all right, I'm putting five hundred on red and I win it or I lose it. No, see where it goes from there. No chance. This is more like okay, that one didn't go my way. Let's try another one. Let's try another one after I have about eight glasses of wine. I think that's what was missing. Wine, yeah, you're wine. wine. Drinker. You're See, wine drinker. Why? Why wine? Yeah, in Vegas you get it for like free. The buffet. You get everything, well, get for, everything free for free at the yeah. tables. Yeah, but you know, 
Wait, what? <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. So when you're at the tables, they'll, they'll give you like vodka or like no, tequila. No, I'm talking about uh, pre-gaming the McHugh special by going to oh. the cafe. Oh. And, oh. Uh, oh, that's a move. Okay. Kind of a move. That is a move. Which yeah. it, Now, shout out uh, Rally at the Scally for that, Excalibur, or what oh. buffet are we talking OG about? OG Excalibur, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Why would I remember that? Uh, we were looking, I, I was working on a deal with Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you, for all of you at Excalibur, we can still make it work. It, it, we'll we'll fix it in post. Oh, you know what, dude? They did they demolish Excalibur? No, it's still standing. It's still there. Maybe. What's the one that they? As a matter of fact, I was there, what five six weeks ago on a layover oh, randomly, yeah. and I was up, then down, then up a little, and then I was going to rally at the Scally because I was at New York, New York, and I was about to walk over because I'd heard legendary stories about the crew prior to when I used to go to Vegas before I lived out in California and I was going to try and simulate the magic that had, that had happened uh, I'm sorry for everybody that was listening that was this massive vape that just fell on the table that was the ice that was the that was the ice I mean you were talking about the dopamine in uh, Vegas it was like it got into my head that like man if I bet a lot of money and win everyone will think I'm really cool that's cool <laughs> not like i could win 500 dollars. Yeah. when in reality it was basic it was more like uh everybody was just waiting to see my face when yeah <laughs> when it went the wrong way it, it, which is why that video exists of McHugh betting his third straight red and it once again going on black As, followed by just the saddest face you've ever seen i wouldn't Dude. say i wouldn't say on my face was sadness it was more just a an acceptance of uh well, you know, this is uh, this is what I thought was going to happen. As yeah. someone who like uh, you know reads about or try and tries to practice um, sort of a stoic mentality about most things, yeah, I think that's what you were seeing was just like, all right, well, I had five hundred dollars and now it's gone. So what what should we do now? <laughs> There's only one thing to do: <laughs> re-roll, baby. <laughs> Hit the buffet. Time to re-up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that town should be burned to the ground. Trying honestly. to recover, the, the recovery effort was go to the gas station and purchase two forties. That was like, that was what I thought was going to bring me back. I mean, forties forties can uh, springboard you upward, but uh, I don't know after after that. Forties, we used yeah. forties does in college. Does a forty does a forty really bring you back? No, forties never brought me back. Not really, once. even mm-hmm. with Edward Scissorhands, I never no. Especially with Edward, I got some. Uh, yeah, especially with Edward Forty Hands. Well, I found Forty Scissor Hands would normally be a pregame activity, so I, that's why I'd be kind of yes, like, yeah, like kind of fun. But Illinois, it was fashionable to do Edward Forty Hands with two forties, obviously, because then both your hands. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, I mean, I think it's fairly well known, but you tape two forties to both your hands, so you have no access to your hands until you finish one or both of your forties. Right. So you finish your right first. If you're righty, then you got your right hand. Finish your second forty on your left, then you got your left hand, and if I'm remembering correctly, between the alcohol concentration in like a Mickey's or a 40 or Stewart's or yeah, whatever the fuck. The beers that make you shit your in, hands. In the 40 ounces, each one of those is like six beers? Mm-hmm. Seven beers? Wait, 40? Uh, that would be... It's 40 ounces. No, 40 ounces, but but of malt liquor is, oh. is like six, seven percent. Yeah, true. So it, it's probably, would you like say five, five to six? Like yeah. Five beers. Yeah. Five to six, six beers. So between the two, you have 12. Yeah. As a pregame, I I prefer my forties after I've just suffered a five hundred dollar loss. That's true. 
A four, I could see how 40 could turn into a very comforting type of experience. There's just some kind of mental gymnastics you do where it's just like, well, I could still go buy some 40s. True. <laughs> yeah. It's and always... that'll make it okay. <laughs> you know what I still have money for? A $2.50 40 of Steel Reserve. <laughs> it, just, it just kind of delays the uh, inevitable realization that you just made a fool of yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Been there. Yeah. No, it's uh, honestly the worst. I think I would have done a lot more uh, McHugh specials if uh, vapes had been around at the time. Could be. I could see that. The you, vape... you, weren't, you weren't smoking cigs in the casino? No. Really? Okay. Shocking. That's yeah. the best place to wow. smoke. Yeah, I said, no, they normally let you light up in there. Yeah. Actually, uh, the the thing I did after the first McHugh special, I, I asked my friend uh, for one of his cigarettes, and as a way of just sticking it to the casino, I lit up the cigarette and then uh, ashed out right on the table. And uh, the employees didn't really like that. Escorted out. <laughs> just, just done. I was going to say, Matt's act of defiance was lighting up a cigarette in a Vegas casino. <laughs> what a badass. Not lighting up a cigarette. No, I know. Ashing, ashing on the table. On the that's, that's, oh, that's yeah, rarefied they, air. They, get, they get mad. They get mad on I'll that. I'll get yeah. you tossed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just had to confirm that for myself, I guess. Dude, I just thought about the funniest. Speaking of like a, 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 a Matt story about uh, making someone mad. Dude, do you remember when you were at an open bar in PB? And uh, the bouncer told you something. It's like some shit. I don't remember what he said. So red open bar late at night. You know, so I just, we were outside. You know, smoking. We, we might have to remind McHugh of the story actually because I don't. I I believe that Matt probably barely remembers this. Oh, well, I'll, I'll I'll just yeah. I'll why don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's my, open bar? It's a bar here. <laughs> Do you not know? Uh, I've never been there. From you've from been there. Oh, you've been. You've been. <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, so. you, your name's all over the wall. You're not. <laughs> you're not allowed back in. So, all right. I can't wait to hear the story. All right. So, you were all right, you were talking to the bouncer and like I I was like watching from a distance. Like Alex and I were on the outside like smoking deck at open bar, right? So, we're like, looking back at you talking to the bouncer. And you were you were, I could tell it wasn't going so great with him and I'm like, "Oh boy, we better get over it." And he was like, "Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you squ- you squeeze his bicep. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. he just like squeezes bicep. That was, and, the, that was the night I uh, I opened up my new routine of squeezing people's biceps, <laughs> hoping that uh, it would somehow endear them to me. Yeah, <laughs> just like op- really open up his heart. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no. So, so you did that, and you're like you squeeze his bicep, and then you hold up like a thumbs up sign right in his face, <laughs> like oh, you got it for sure. It's like oh my god. Yeah, I think the problem with that was I had done it to the same bouncer like five times, and uh, he thought I was being a little bit gay at that point. Could be. Could well, be. maybe, but I, I think I think he took it as a sign of disrespect because I'm not even sure. I think like it was. I yeah, do, it I, was. I, I do like to disrespect uh, people in those uh, roles of authority. Matt's a rule breaker. I mean, that's how you got to be. You know, you got to always constantly question authority. If you're not questioning authority, you're kind of asleep at the wheel. You know, for better or for worse. Yeah, but. Uh, I did that to a lot of people in the bar, but uh, surprisingly, the guy with the biggest biceps, I guess, was was good on validation and just wanted me to get away from him. <laughs> he doesn't need that from you. Took it as a sign you're hitting at him. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I think we're uh, yeah probably gonna wrap this up here. So, um, any other final questions or thoughts, gentlemen? As we've been riffing for here for a minute. Oh boy. Well, it, number one, it's been a pleasure, Kev. Wish Greg would have been here too. Yeah, we miss we'll, him. We'll bring him on next time for sure. Well, he, obviously he's a co-host, but we'll uh, make, make sure he's here next time. Hard Greg. Oh, yeah. Hard Greg. Yeah, Hard Greg. Yeah, dude. Okay. Next time he's here with you guys, we gotta tell a story of how he became Hard Greg. That, yeah, that, that, that story is absolutely. I'll fill. I'll fill. I'll fill the crew, and I gotta come on another time. It'd be fun. Definitely. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have enough FBS back. All right. 
Well, nothing else. We'll uh, play the outro music and uh, get the fuck out of here. So thanks for coming, guys. All right. Cheers. Awesome. To America's to finest. Here. Yeah. Good America's to be finest, here baby. and uh, air out all my dirty laundry for you guys. <laughs> the airing <laughs> of the grievances. Exactly. That's what podcasts are for. All right. Thanks, all right. man. Later, y'all.